She turned the car around and drove into the motherfucking restaurant. <laughs> she drove her ass right into the restaurant. Drove in. It was, you know what I mean? I'm sitting there with my sandwich. It was sweet. I got the right sandwich. I don't know how to react to her ass. I'm like, hold on. To the Blackout Diaries, <laughs> the comedy show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host, Sean Bear Flannery. And I'm CJ Sullivan. Each week here on the Blackout Diaries, we'll have a different theme when it comes to drinking and debauchery and the trail it leaves behind. And uh, <laughs> this, this is, is a good one. one this wide week. wake, We're you know, literally and figuratively. Because yeah. <laughs> today we have a hilarious comic, Aaron Foster, who's going to be on. And he's going to tell a story about his date ruining a Chicago institution. And today we're just going to talk about drunks who have, like, destroyed local institutions. Right. It's 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 one thing to destroy property and whatever. Yeah. It's a town property. But when you just when you when you go on a drunk rampage and destroy something beloved, <laughs> just suck by the, the energy you know, out by, of your by whole society. Town, you know? Right. Yeah. He did yeah, what? Exactly. That, that's been there for <laughs> generations. Uh-huh. One of those. So historical destructions <laughs> is today's theme here on the Blackout Diaries. And we have a lot of great uh, famous stories of that happening, along with an open invite and um, lots of other things. And just just like uh, just discover just discovering what the you know, what the big deal is with it. Uh, you know, when the, you uh, when you break something of of major importance to other people that I mean, you had it's no all, idea. I've always, you know, I've happened. always found it hilarious when you you've had a night out drinking and uh Drinking right. stories, you can tell how great a drinking story is by how wide the net of people you have to apologize to. Like like a an okay drinking story <laughs> right. is like you have to apologize to everyone you were with last night. Mm-hmm. But like a legendary drinking story is like you gotta you gotta talk to the town. <laughs> like you, you, you Yeah, you have to pen an open le- you have to pen an open letter, first of all. <laughs> you owe a lot of people. Dear citizens yeah. <laughs> Dear citizens of Saskatchewan. <laughs> Um, And this is a great theme Uh, to jump into uh, for February because, like, you know, we're just like, you know, uh, rip, rip, roaring. uh, We're done with dry January and all that, and we're going to get back into the decadence of drinking this month in February. The decadence for this, the roaring twenties, February, (laughs) (laughs) the cold roaring twenties. Now, Sean, you did your dry January. Congratulations, you uh, complete desert January. Pretty much completed. That's a January. That's right. Where when it rains, it only rains a little bit, but when it does, it pours. <laughs> comes out heavy for a couple of days, yep. and like I said, and, and it gets cold at night. Some people don't realize that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I and I'm now convinced. How many how many days of the 31 do you think you were sober of dry of your desert January? How many days was I sober? Oh, a lot of 31. Of the 31. I mean, it, <laughs> I, I should hope yeah. a lot. I should hope more than half. <laughs> no, I mean it was all but four. All but four. 
So, um, all before that's good. That's and plenty. I started the I started the month with two uh, engagements, I, dispensation events. I call right. them. You know that there were two pre-planned parties, and I was like, I'm going to drink at those. Uh, that's fine. Can't do I anything forgot, about it. It'd be, it'd be rude. I to forgot not. that January had a holiday, Martin Luther King Day. So I added that too. Yeah, you know, Martin Luther King. Um, so that, that <laughs> those became my my four events. Um, which people have been laughing about that. Like, oh, yeah, the tr- the traditional drinking holiday of Martin Luther King Day. It is a tradition. <clears throat> Growing up, I was a traditional because I was like your day off it work. Is. I was a three day, it was a solid locked in three yes, day weekend. Exactly. That's the beauty of MLK mm-hmm. Day, you know. It's, it's always, always on a Monday. It's always, always on a Monday. And you always need yeah. it. Yeah, it's a Monday and you always yeah. need it. You always need <laughs> yeah. that Monday. You, you do. <laughs> and, um, I'm now convinced that what I did is the safest way to do dry January, and you should not do it any other way. You you, you can't do it whole hog where you're not drinking any, and this is right. why, CJ. Okay. It's once February comes in, if you go back to your old drinking habits, when you've had 30 days off totally, your tolerance is you're, you're mm-hmm. going to be like high school drunk. At the beginning of February, Absolutely. as a grown man, like you, you know, I'm, I'm almost be 15 awful. years old. I can't be out there high school drunk, you know, or with my coworkers. No, you got to keep the skills sharp. If you, if you, I mean, exactly. if, if you're not using it, you're going to lose it. Exactly. You know, like, like in anything. Exactly. So I think my approach is <laughs> so is what I'm. It's gonna a safety. Do. It's a safety it's issue, a safety really, issue for the people out there. <laughs> so yeah, I'm back. Uh, I'm back on the. Um, Back on my normal schedule. Usually when I let that, go ahead. Good. Usually when that final week of January is when people don't like they, they kind of. Like, I. Do okay, you know how many I people I heard? Point. There's fucking 31 days in this month. <laughs> like they yeah, somehow assumed it was one of the 20. <laughs> right. I'm like, I think only February yeah, is less than 30 guys. You know, but <laughs> they're acting yeah, like it's an impossibly long like, month. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> it's also hard. I, it's a. It go is. Ahead. I'd say Jan. I'd say January is a pretty long month because it starts out early, and like it's you know it's mm-hmm. festive. It's the new year, or yeah. whatever. And then like each day's each day seems something. Then when you're when you're a week or two in, you're like Jesus Christ, we're more halfway into January. That's How when, like, long is comes in. And you're <laughs> dealing with like terrible weather in Chicago. You're like I'm. I gotta right. face this sober. I mean, Entire country is dark. Over. At, 1 p.m. in the afternoon. We we had three straight <laughs> days of no sun. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I'm back now, and yeah, uh, I think look- I did it the safe way. And uh, I would encourage everyone next year to use desert January, not dry January. Desert January. So if anything, if you're if it was only four days, let's say it's three. So say we shoot for three days next year, that'd be 28 days sober of the 31. So you're you're doing a month. February. You're doing February's month in in That's January, right? Argument. You're doing February <laughs> in January. That's all. It's still a month. It's still a month. <laughs> you know, you just... <laughs> a lot of different calendars out there. Depends on what gods we're <laughs> we're getting into. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, let's get into the story we've uh, talked about. And I'm glad. Well, way to go. Way to go. And way to set the uh, blueprint for everyone. Um, but. Uh, Without further ado, let's get into Aaron Foster since we have him. I mean, he has an amazing story about wrecking a, uh, <laughs> a Chicago legendary uh, late night food place. Oh, fantastic. So without further ado, here he is, Mr. Aaron Foster. Yeah, what's up? 
Listen, man, I appreciate that, man. This is I love this goddamn show. That's why I was coming up here just to get drunk and hang out with these drunk ass motherfuckers. <laughs> I know Lauren Vino would throw up on your dick if you hit that spot. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never fuck with her, but you know, I'll put that dick down her throat, let her throw up on me, you know what I'm saying? Tell motherfucker, she threw up on wings, you know, hot wings on my dick, you know, it was spicy, all that shit. Hilarious, right? That, that would be an interesting moment, you know what I'm saying? In my life. Oh, my dick hot, you know? You got to fan your dick, it hurts. Oh, it hurt! You know? <laughs> Crazy. This shit is amazing. Listen. Yeah, my that's me right there. That's me. Yeah, my name is Aaron Foster, man. I'm gonna go through my little spiel. I wasn't supposed to be on this show, but we we were kicking it. We have a good time. Sean's a great guy. He he dresses really nice and is like he's a proper dude, but he's a fucking drunk. <laughs> One of the funnest drunks you have. He pay for all the drinks. You know what I mean? I'm like, God damn, I like drinking with white people. You know what I mean? Pay for all the drinks. I was like, God, I love this motherfucker. We have we've had decades of moments that should have been uh, like car accidents and other fucking drunk driving moments. And and he, I think they took your license and everything. It's all good. So, let me go by. All right. Again, my name is Aaron Foster. I live on 548 West 125th Place. There's three or four black folks in here. I know y'all know that's the, that's the South Side. You know what I'm saying? That's wild hunters. Shit y'all see on WGN. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Y'all be like, I'm not going over there. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's where I live. You know, you, oh shit, seven people got shot on the south side. That's my neighborhood right there. That's where I live. You know, it's the shit. I love it. You know, I, and what's crazy about my neighborhood is this. I have learned a lot living in that neighborhood. The laws don't apply that apply out y'all in y'all neighborhood like Naperville or some shit like that, where y'all live. If a motherfucker have a birthday on my side of town, 125th Street, he can come outside and shoot his gun into the sky. The police won't even show up. That's how South Side Chicago is. And what, that, what does that mean? That means that I can lay on my couch and tell what's going on in the neighborhood. I lay on my couch, I hear boom, 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 boom. I'm like, oh shit, Tino must have turned 22. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, boom, 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 boom. Oh fuck, Paco must be out of jail. I hear blocker, 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 blocker. Oh, that's mysterious. Blocker, blocker, blocker. I go over to my window and look out the window and I see, blocker, blocker, blocker. That's a crackhead screaming, blocker, 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 blocker. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. You know what I, mean? I open my door, hey, Terry, get off my motherfucking block, motherfucker. Every time you come over here, you steal somebody's lawnmower. Well, this motherfucker stole my lawnmower, came back and tried to cut my grass. Need your grass cut? I'm like, yeah, you know I need my grass cut. <laughs> Stole my lawnmower three weeks ago. My grass is knee high, mother. 
give me my motherfucking grass back. Grab my lawnmower back. This is a true story, too. Here's a new part of this little joke. I like fucking with this joke, but Sean ain't heard this part. There's a, I'm going to add this picture after a while. We're going to do this show again. This lady three doors down from me, all right? This lady three doors down from me moved into the nursing home, all right? Now, what's fucked up about that is six days later, this bitch was on the newspaper for killing her roommate. Oh. Yeah, if you get them little dollar fifty newspapers that show all the inmates in Chicago, that bitch is on the first page. Killed her roommate, and they said her roommate's last words were, bitch, this is not jail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you cannot kill your cellmate at the nursing home. You know what I'm saying? This is real shit. This is a real fucking story. Let me skip over that. Because that has nothing to do with the rest of my story. But I, I was like, this shit is amazing. This bitch. And this is a motherfucker, you know what I mean? I, I used to say, hey, Miss Wells Williams. You know, then she's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, did you are a murderer? <laughs> Real story. So my story, though, let me go on and get it, because Sean going to cut me off real soon. Y'all having a good time so far? We just shifting to go higher right now. My story is about this place right here called Tourist Flavors. Tourist Flavors. It's my three, four black folks in here. One of them looks like he ain't never been out south. But Tourist Flavors is a place where you can get one of the most delicious sandwiches on the earth. Y'all like Mr. Beef. White people like Mr. Beef. <laughs> Clap if you heard of Mr. Bleep, Beef, real quick. Clap. Yeah, if you're not, if you're from the suburbs or you don't watch TV, you don't, you, you don't know about it. Mr. Beef is where you get one of those beef sandwiches, the Chicago Italian beef. They dip it in the juice, and it's good. You know what I'm saying? They put peppers on it. It's good. It's pretty good. But, it, but white folks, I got to tell you, black folks, believe y'all don't season y'all food with <laughs> This is a rumor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the white people smell like wet dogs thing. Y'all heard that before? You heard that before, yeah. Y'all do sometimes. I ain't gonna say it for real. If it rain on your hair, we'll be like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's fucked up. It's a, it's a rumor. It's like the watermelon thing. Black folks like watermelon and chicken. That's a rumor. Sometimes y'all do smell like wet dog. We gonna uh, pass this moment. It's not. It's bullshit stereotype. You know what I'm saying? Let me go on past it. Mr. Beef is good, but we had Taurus flavors. That Taurus flavors motherfucking sandwich is ten times better. It looked like this. See that? That, yeah, ooh. Ooh, it's right, goddammit. That motherfucker is delicious right there. Look at that, hey, yeah, don't argue during the thing. Look at that right there, y'all. That motherfucker is delicious. You got all types of flavors in there. That's like sweet peppers, hot peppers, onion, and tomato, all that mixed in there. It's beef under there and cheese. See the cheese hanging out there? That shit is delicious. It is, it is. And there's two types of people. There's people that like their beefs like that, sweet, and there's people that like their beefs hot. Now the hot don't have all them colors in it. The hot have 
Jarenera sauce on it. Y'all ever seen that? It's in the store. Go on look in the ethnic part. You know what I mean? John, it's hot. Beautiful. Two types of people. If you like sweet, that's sweet. That's what I like. You like that. If you like hot, you like that. And when you stand in the line at the tourist flavor, if you get the one you like, you are satisfied. I'm satisfied. If you don't get the one you like, you're not happy. This girl I was drinking with and dating, we got in the car. She had a nice car. I hung out with her, took her to floor, uh, Taurus Flavors. She liked hot. She liked the hot sandwich. And we bought the sandwiches, got in the car, tried to drive away before you leave. It's like McDonald's, you want to fry some. While you're driving away, you dip in the bag, in the bag, eat the fry. She opened her sandwich, bit it, it was hot, and she liked sweet. Well, this ghetto motherfucker <laughs> got mad. She didn't like the fact that she had a hot sandwich, and she was supposed to get a sweet sandwich, so you know what she did? She turned the car around, and drove into the motherfucking restaurant. <laughs> she drove her ass right into the restaurant. Drove in. It was, you know what I mean? I'm sitting there with my sandwich. It was sweet. I got the right sandwich. I don't know how to react to her ass. I'm like, hold on. We are not this violent. You know what I mean? We're supposed to be peace-loving people. And you drive your ass into the restaurant. She like, I'm getting my motherfucking sandwich back. <laughs> What's crazy is when you go to this restaurant at, at like 2 in the morning, which was what this picture's from, it's a line. You know what I mean? These motherfuckers see her car half running, drove into the place, and made her stand at the back of the line. <laughs> you are not gonna bust this line, bitch. I've been here for 25 minutes, you gonna get in the back of the line. You are not butting me. That is the craziest shit, but the realest Chicago shit you will ever see. This, and these sandwiches are that good. You know what I'm saying? I was like, bitch, you ain't butting me. I'm gonna get my sweet steak and you gonna get in the back of the line. She did get in the back of the line. She got her, her shit. And what, the other part of the crazy part of this story is this. When you drive into a store like that, into Chicago, and your, your car clearly busts all the windows and fucks up the scenery, you should close. But this motherfucking store did not close. You know, they still stayed open. All they did, all they did was uh, put a spray paint arrow. There's an arrow right here. You know, like go to the back of the store. We still got a window. Y'all can get these sweet steaks and these hot steaks at the back of this window. Not only did they not that they not close, but they still had hours. They had crash hours. On the you know what I mean? <laughs> right, exactly. They had to close on Monday to clean up. You know that that, that is the crazy. That is a true story, though. That's, that's what's fucked up. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. Thank you.
Yeah, that's the story. My name is Aaron Foster. <laughs> And we're back in the Blackout Diaries. That was hilarious. Aaron Foster telling the <laughs> legendary Taurus Flavor story. We have Aaron Foster here That's right, with dude. us. Finally, we locked you down. You know how long it's taken us to lock down Aaron Foster in the Blackout Diaries? Foster, we pitched hey, you when we launched this podcast as like, oh, no, right. I got this buddy with a great story. It'll be, and yeah, we with, between all our schedules, I'm glad it finally worked out. Oh, well, it started. It started I'm, I'm, I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna jump in real quick. Yeah. Here, you were one of the you're one of the first ones. Like, of course, we gotta get Foster. We need to get Foster out into the world. First of all, <laughs> I and, appreciate that. Man. And we uh, we tried to book you. You couldn't do it, or you didn't want to do. It. Something happened. You can't do it in yeah. scheduling. And then we started po- like, okay. So then we started posting shows, and then you would comment on the Facebook post of our show and go, hey, how do I get on this thing? In all earnesty. Like, how do you get on this thing? We've been asking you for a month. Hey, man, I drink a lot. Shit doesn't work out. Listen, you fit, you fit right in with the show and the guests. Of course I do, man. I've known you guys for a little while. Some of my favorite personalities, man. I don't know why we're not rich yet, but you know <laughs> what it is. Well, part of, I think part of the reason is it's five months it took us just to cook, uh, connect here <laughs> online. <laughs> right. Normally, when I was back th- back in Chicago, you would the only time you would come up on it. You told us you tell a very South Side story there in Stony Island. Mm-hmm. But you, you would come up. You would, you would always like to come up for that good North Side Wi-Fi. You would tell me, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like, right. and anytime anytime you hit me up, like, hey CJ, you around? I'm getting that good North Side Wi-Fi to Starbucks. <laughs> right. Yeah, I try. I try uh, to stick around those Starbucks places, man. But recently, they've been holding back on the Wi-Fi for me. They even turned it down or something. It ain't as fast, so. That's all. They that see is. you. They yeah. see you, and they turn it down. Ethan? Right. I think it. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's racial, man. I think they just don't like it. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I. I think in February they should crank it back up. If you That's want what I'm thinking, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the heaters your... on the on the CTA yeah. or something like that. Just give it. You know. it yeah. At least you should be able to push a button and make and turn it up. Especially because <laughs> you're spending eight dollars on a damn glass of coffee. Right. That's you right. Know. You're goddamn right. You you giving them that? That's good enough. I love that. Um, that brought me back. Just bringing up Stony. You brought up Stony Island. You know where the uh, yeah where where it was at. I used to take the casino shuttle, and it would take Stony Island, and it would take Stony Island, make some pickups there, and it's like, you know, there's a church's chicken and all that. And this guy, the the driver, I remember one time coming back from the casino, pulled into the church's chicken. Not even to use the bathroom to get something to eat. Yeah, and we had a whole sh- a whole bus full of shuttle casino people. Like, Whoa! I don't know if we should be sitting in this parking lot like this. Right, waiting. <laughs> you know, right, waiting. It's church is chicken. So <laughs> he didn't try to get y'all to take no orders or nothing. Huh? Nah, nah, nah. He just came out. He said he had to eat. Like I, res- I respect that, but also I don't also don't want to be sitting here. In yeah, the, uh, in the middle in of like, the south side waiting to be robbed. Huh? Right. So what I'm trying to say is I felt that stone. Island. Yeah, I love it, man. You know, Stony <laughs> is an incredible street, man. It is. A it wonderful really is. Four lane highway slash um, place where people have their picnics in the middle of that shit. You yeah. know what I'm <laughs> I know it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's it's got everything going on, right? There's I mean, people it, in the medians. Like- <laughs> there's, 
Have you ever seen like those videos where they say like, oh, we recently discovered Thomas Edison filmed New York with the first ever camera at the turn of the century. And right, they, they yeah. show that street footage and it just looks like, how is everyone not dying? Like it's horses and trains <laughs> and cars right. all like co-mingling yeah, with no... I mean, yeah. God. Yeah. Stony Island Stony Island's straight up fl- it's got like a straight up flea, <laughs> flea market happening in the media like. exactly right in the little strip of grass I hey, you right. know 79th and Stony is is uh, internationally known as one of the most dangerous cross streets people get hit I believe that, that is you can't, yeah. Yeah. it's the accident it's on, capital of the world I believe it's like a like a seven like way job yeah it's yeah. it's yeah and there's and there's 50 different side gig economies going on there and everyone's <laughs> fucking selling like there's a kind of commerce happening it is a place where a Jewish man can buy a bean pie from one of Mer- Minister Farrakhan's guys <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, get your bean pie. But unfortunately, there is no more Taurus flavors there anymore, right? There, there's oh, another yeah, location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, they do have a location. It's on 111th Street. If you can get over there while it's open, amazing. But the guy, yeah. I've been trying to go for like the last two months. Every time I want to go, they're not open on for lunchtime. Every week or every day, you got to check with us. Right, they got hours based on this dude's <laughs> parole calendar. You know, what I'm saying? The dude long or something like that. I'm like, man, they not open. It's it's dinner love- time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a Saturday or Friday night. Y'all not open right now? What? Lunch isn't oh, lunch isn't big man. in the fast food industry. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking dead dinner. I'm talking dinner. Thir- uh, Friday oh, night, they they yeah. like, oh, we didn't open up today. Like, I mean, man, the dope game must be good. That's all. No. <laughs> they know you'll be back. I like that policy. You'll be back. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they do have a steak, man. That steak to get you in trouble. That's where that yeah, story. Yeah, no, tell us about from, that man. steak sandwich real all quick right. too, uh, just well, a little hey, bit for man. people that don't know, because it sounds amazing. Oh man, absolutely. Okay, so Taurus Flavors is known in Chicago for having that. Basically, a sandwich that black folks identify with, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could go to Mr. B for one of those, and it's kind of a yeah. Know, I don't, I don't want any of that shit that's on the bear or yeah. the FX show. Where they act like they went, <laughs> right. where those cooks act like they went through Vietnam or something exactly. to poop sweet beef. <laughs> it's funny. I know a couple of those actors too, man. They good people. They can't cook worth a damn. All that shit's plastic <laughs> and made fake. <laughs> But Taurus Flavors, man, is kind of the same concept with actual flavor involved with it, right? Okay. Like, like when I get a chance to show people, I'm like, man, this bread is toasted incredibly. Like, who's eating untoasted bread anyway? It's not dipped soggy to where you, you know, where it's terrible. Yeah, we'll we'll upload when when we release this. We'll upload a couple photos because yeah, yeah, you've you've when you tell this story at the show, you show a picture of the, the of the sandwich, and it's awesome. And more importantly, you show pictures of the restaurant after the accident when they decided to stay open. They decided this was no big deal. <laughs> and it's CJ. I don't know if you've seen these photos, but they I've seen them. They I've put them. up like uh, they put up like some partition boards to kind of like cover where the yeah. window is, and then just with spray paint they they write "still open." <laughs> still an, open. With an I arrow drive through additional s- additional seating. <laughs> <laughs> now we you know you pass by the place you're thinking ah oh, it's closed down she didn't bust it out the windows of the front of it and, and actually 
pushed in the, the counter a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, you would think they would shut it down. Not this place. Nope. Not wrong. <laughs> Not this place. <laughs> they have people to serve. So instead of closing, they just put those partition boards up like like uh like uh, uh like it like it's supposed to be like that. You know what I mean? And they <laughs> yeah. spray paint still like construction. Open. Right. Small construction. Hilarious. Free and yeah. Just like Sean was talking, and they rode still open on there with a <laughs> going around. I always, the back I always love those signs that have to start off with "Yes, we're yes. open." We know you're Let me, let me answer your question, right? <laughs> yes, comma. We know what you're thinking, but trust me, there's business. Additional seating in the back. Watch out for the I think oh, that, for the that car could only being happen. I feel like I feel like that could. You know, I live in Oak Park, and I feel like not like no. Part of that story could happen in Oak Park where like if you where, where you where somebody could drive in, nobody calls for emergency services, staff or people <laughs> waiting in line. And it just continues doing right. like if you did that in Oak Park, there would be ninety two nine one one calls. Yeah. Oh, they all oh, every, everybody in the dang station would be there. Yeah. Even the dude oh, that yeah. keep his dog and, you know, the drug sniffer dude, he'd be there with his dog. Everybody, everybody get out of bed in Oak Park. We got something to do. You know what I mean? So, But I, I feel so, like yeah. at Stody Island, you, like everyone was like, do not ruin this for us. <laughs> like we are not. Like, we're, <laughs> like, we're right. all going to stay in line. We're going to keep serving, you know. Oh, yeah. How, they, how, they how long like, was it open make for? This money. How long was it you open? Because eventually forever? the city showed oh, up and open I, before they before they knocked it down. Yeah, so they so they they stayed open with a broken window. Yeah. They they had their crash hours, and that went on for a while, didn't it? Before the city right, finally right, yeah. shut them all down. Yep. Right. Yep. They actually did have a sign that said "crash hours" on there. Well, it was ridiculous, <laughs> and they still didn't open up when they said the hours was going to be right. You know, <laughs> these motherfuckers still didn't open up the right time. They're like, God damn. <laughs> Why don't y'all get this uh, shit right? Aaron, I know whenever you tell this story uh, at the show, I think one of the first questions is like, uh, what was that ride like uh, after you've crashed? You know, you've just crashed through the window. You've gotten the right sandwiches. (laughs) Now now you've gone over a median, but now you got to get home still, right? What was that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, you know, um, this girl is volatile, so I'm not going to push the push the limit. <laughs> Obviously, much. right. Yeah, you don't want to. She's likely did, to do anything at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, no. I only went on a couple more dates with her. You know? <laughs> yeah, you got to see where it goes. Like, well, <laughs> you know, crazy chicks, but the pussy is awesome. So, yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I was definitely like, yeah, well, so where are we going next? <laughs> Sure was that a first date with her that night? It was like a second date, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> like man. a second date. Yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. It was early in the, it was early in the relationship. Sure. <laughs> but I got a thing for crazy chicks. I, that's my problem. I that's probably <laughs> don't go the right She direction. got a free sandwich. I mean, and to her credit, she got the sandwich out of the deal, right? They gave well, her a sandwich. Yeah, shut they, up, they basically know? gave her a second sandwich. But you know what's funny is <laughs> I started telling people she had to pay for the second sandwich. Uh, I imagine. I imagine the freebies, the credit is uh, run thin once your car is through their wall. 
like, you ain't getting no free sandwich. We got to fix all this other shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's hilarious. I had to remember that, CJ. That was that was a good tag on that. But yeah, no, nah, she she did she did get a sandwich, but you know, it was kind of I guess it was a little hard for her to eat it at this point. Right. You know what I'm She's not real. So to really enjoy it after you've totaled upset. your car. Yeah. yeah, sure. Exactly. Now, when you go, yeah. Now, when you go back there, were you flagged as a no? You're the one who brought that girl. You're the one that brought that girl. Drove through her shit. Like that was that was just no because that was know, a blind they, date. I was set up with that. Right. No, you know they probably got new staff over there on 111th Street. This is a hustle, yeah, I imagine. I imagine that's a lot of people's last night at the job too. Right. When a, <laughs> when a car goes through their building and they're told they have to keep working. Right. They're like, nah, y'all not going home. Y'all got to shift right. to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> y'all got to finish this shift. <laughs> yeah, you go home. You want a half day? You go home, sure. <laughs> right. We not paying you. <laughs> I wonder if the manager, like, yeah. I wonder if the, if the manager and owner was there on site, or they had to call them because like that phone call was like, yeah, we got to close the store. Somebody just drove their car through it. Well, well, how bad is it? You know, let me let me come down there <laughs> right. and, and look He's at like, this. Well, keep serving. And, it, no, he's like, is it a line outside? <laughs> like, All right. Well, then what's the right, problem? Keep serving. I'm on my way. <laughs> he went and bought the boards. That's what happened. Oh, right. <laughs> I love this. That oh, same night. God, yeah, I love the city that didn't shut, The city didn't shut them down for it. It had to be at least three weeks, man. Well, I imagine they were afraid to send a guy down there. Or a guy was probably going to get down. Like, I'm not... You want me to tell? You want me to tell I, who they can't yeah, serve sandwiches? Right. <laughs> I would rather well, shut like, down the public I'm not school. Down. I yeah. need to be the yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, a, fuck, a fucking car didn't tell them stop. <laughs> what, what am I going to do? <laughs> right. Uh, Aaron, that is so funny. Exactly. Uh, Aaron, you're you're at the Blackout Diaries all the time. Uh, what are some other ways yeah. our listeners uh, can follow your career? You have a stand-up website that you run, right? See stand up. Are you still uh, yeah, that? Yep. yeah. See stand up. See stand up dot com. My Facebook, Aaron Foster Net. Everything you can catch me in and uh, pick. You know, check me out. Also on a magazine, EvanstonMagazine.com. I'm actually now I'm in the in the process of creating a see stand up physical magazine as well yes, as congratulations. Have a, uh, Is that yeah. newsletter still banging out? Uh, I still have the emails, but you know, after the last, right. after the pandemic, they changed all the rules and shit. You mm, can't just yeah. send an email nowhere. You know, I had to make everybody re, uh, Foster, in, re-sign in. up. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Foster used to get pretty creative when it came to getting to dropping that in your inbox. You would, oh, you're you always would, hustling, dude. You would, you're always hustling. You would scramble people's phones under a highway. Next thing you know, it's exactly. a, I'm putting I'm putting all Google Maps. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm got a flyer to your show on my screen. Like, what the fuck <laughs> happened? Right. Yeah, man, I, I try to hit all of that, man. Marketing is a is a passion of mine. If I could conquer it the right way, <laughs> I also say cyber terrorism is a passion of yours as well. But <laughs> hey, there's a thin line. Thanks for joining. Check out Aaron at cstandup.com. And Aaron uh, is at the Blackout Diaries, at least monthly. He's always at the Blackout Diaries, yeah. our live show every Friday, 10 p.m. at the Lincoln Lodge. Uh, you can see him there as well. Yeah, I'm going to be there tonight. I'm going to come up there and mess with y'all. I don't have to, you know, hang oh, out. No. All right. I know. Love it. Yeah. All right, awesome. guys. Well, thank you, Aaron. Thank Glad you. we got this done. And we're back in the Blackout Diaries. That was amazing. 
<laughs> Aaron Foster, the hard to get down. Finally Aaron got Foster. him in. I know. The hard to lock down Aaron Foster, and you see why. Just, uh, <laughs> just a Lubin. You see why we? You see why we? We never gave up the fight. I remember at one yeah. point. I remember at one point because we went so far back and forth. So he's going to do it. He's not going to do it. Blah blah blah. It's mm-hmm. just landing him, you know. And like he's, <laughs> he sums up the relationship we always have with him. Where like he, he, he frustrates you and angers you so much when you start talking about all the reasons he gives not to do it that you talk yourself into loving it. Like yeah, you know what? Yeah, because it he's, is the chaos is the best part. Right. I didn't the tell chaos you this, but Foster I, is great. He was. Co- I had a show a few weeks ago and it was sold out. And uh-huh. I didn't realize it was sold out till I got to the venue. And Foster's like, hey, I'm going to come by with a girl. Uh, I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'll put you on the list. Yeah. And then I realized it's a sellout. So I'm like, hey, can you get my buddy in with? And I'm getting all these. He's always got a new phone number. I don't know who it yeah. is, you know, that's right. texting me, you know. And then, yeah, I, I realize, but I usually assume it's Foster. But, it, you know, so I find out it's Foster. Then he's like, uh, it's like a half hour before the show. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll make sure you get in. Don't worry. It's a sellout, but don't worry. I'll, I'll make sure. Mm-hmm. He's, all right, great gonna be uh eight people with me now i'm like okay well <laughs> it went from him and a girl to eight people eight top <laughs> yeah so i like go to the manager the club manager and i'm like talking about it you know and i'm like all right you know we may have to be at two tables but we're gonna figure it out you know don't worry i said you're a comic too by the way you got to mention you're a comic um so all the way he's like not gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> from a date <laughs> to <Right>. nine people, <laughs> nine <laughs> people not coming, <laughs> not coming. Like, and I'm like, this is why I love him. You know, yeah, I like, he, and I'm incredible. running around. I'm about to do a sold out show, and all I've worked on since I've been at the uh, venue is dealing with <laughs> it's, Foster's it's, reservations. It's Foster accommodations. Yeah, <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, he's amazing. So that's where we're like, we're like, well, what's the what's the harm of pulling the plug on this? Just let let's just let this chaos yeah. go back and forth with the via texting. Um, but anyway, that was a great story of driving through a uh, <laughs> uh, through a building. We we love we love those um, stories when we were talking about in the intro there when uh, when you not only destroy property mm-hmm. but you destroy historical property that you have to apologize to an entire town. For about, and I know I know one show you've been uh, on story let's get, that you've been um, fascinated with ever since ever since the different variations of all of your shows. Yeah, that always usually have a drinking theme, the science behind mm-hmm. blah, 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 the tales. This story I think has always got it. I always work there. this guy in. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite Americans. Uh, this is like an American. Yeah. This is a, a just a through and through American story. Uh, we're talking about James yeah. Scott. Who was a guy? He owed a lot of people an apology when he ended up flooding yep. fourteen thousand acres of land <laughs> during a drunken <laughs> escapade and washed out four bridges. This was in Missouri. It was its costliest flood ever, caused by <laughs> by, by this one drunk, man, James Scott. Yeah, he was right. in Quincy, he Illinois wanted, at the time, yeah. uh, and then his wife. What he ended up doing, uh, just real quickly summarize, is he drove his pickup. This is in 1993 when the Mississippi was at its highest historical levels, and he drove his pickup okay. into the levee to break the levee so that the town would become flooded. Yep. Why did he do that, CJ? And yeah, why did he do? That? No, I was just he say, did why that. Did he, be- why, why, why would he want to? Why would he want to flood <laughs> this entire town of Missouri? <laughs> it destroyed well, all uh, his wife wanted him to return home and quit drinking. Uh-huh. And he knew the best yep. way to be okay. stuck on the other side of the Mississippi and not have to deal with his wife <laughs> would be to <laughs> flood the entire valley. 
<laughs> it's it's a cause of natural disaster. <laughs> Yeah, his buddy said he wanted to get his wife stuck on the other stuck side of the river. On the other side of the river. <laughs> so he could have some fun, quote unquote. <laughs> and then rumors of his drinking or of his affair. But damages from the storm was in the millions. It devastated 40 homes, 14,000 acres, like you said. So because of that, it was considered a catastrophe. <laughs> and once they threw a catastrophe charge on you, he was sentenced to 20 years yeah. in prison. Also, he could uh, have a. He, That's incredible. He, I love. He I, was. I, I, just, I just like having to officially be a catastrophe. Like what the stats. Well, I love, yeah, the charge was like causing a natural catastrophe <laughs> or something like that, which is like it sounds like something right. that has been on the books since like wizards existed or something like that. Like, well, we haven't dusted it <laughs> off and tried right. it, you know, in 500 years, but I'm willing to uh-huh. give it a go because I am so pissed off. Like the photo, yeah. Clinton showed up. President Clinton showed. Like you, you have had a night out when the president has <laughs> that, to show that's up. Amazing. <laughs> Just waking up, hangover, and opening up your your window <laughs> curtains. <laughs> you know, looking out your window with pride. Whoa, that's right. I think I might have had something to do. And you with do that this. a lot when you're drunk. As your right? neighbors are all floating like, by. You know, I, I'm, I, I might right, have overreacted to that last night. I wonder. Uh, <laughs> let's see what the scope of what I'm dealing with here. <laughs> Officer, I'm not good with lying and excuses. <laughs> when the wife said she wants me home, I really like, I panicked. Okay, let's just—we've all been there. Officer, hand to God, I thought it would just kind of knock out this one road. <laughs> I, I was not planning to destroy Southern Illinois. Like that was not my. But uh, he was this convicted so mostly off uh, like anecdotal evidence. From the witnesses at the party, because he left mm-hmm. it like he's on the phone, like listening to his wife. So like they just see right. him on the phone, like getting that that, that kind of conversation you see when you're getting yelled. Like you see a man just getting clearly he's being yelled at by his wife. Like uh huh, yes dear, yeah no I know, yeah, yeah. you know I'll, no I'll be home soon. Blah blah blah. Leaves the party, comes back. He's covered in mud and his pickup has front end damage. And they're like James, I thought you were going home. And then he said things <laughs> like, Oh, none of us are going home anytime soon tonight. We're going to be here for a while. You're right, with a wry smile. Did you see that? You see this part? So, when the TV cameras were, you know, reporting on the story, uh, there's, they, they always look around for eyewitnesses, and he was there. A lot of times, you know, like you know, like, like arson or something, people want to see their work. So, he was there. He, he volunteered to get interviewed. This is what he did on live TV. He told the reporter he identified a weak place in the levee where water was leaking through a crack, so he moved some sandbags to the top of the sheet to shore it up. <laughs> and after resolving it, to, satis- to his satisfaction, he left to get a drink. And then he returned to the scene after le- learning the levee had bre- been breached to see if he could help out. <laughs> St- Scott's story sounded fishy to both the police and the authorities in Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was there. Yeah, I was there. But because, I was working on it. Right. I, I was looking for right. weak spots. <laughs> I'm a bit of a levy a levy hobbyist in my free time. That, I, I like to I like to right. like go inspect the Army know, Corps of Engineering's little, their, their uh, handiwork. You know? Yeah. <laughs> a levy enthusiast, if you will. Like, that, and that, like, like this know, levy's exactly. not constantly checked. Like it's no, just something like it's an old When the Army Corps of Engineering or the National Guard shows up, there is nothing they're doing. Where they want your opinion or your help. 
<laughs> right. Like you're helping out on a barbecue or helping a guy working on his car or something. <laughs> Just strolling in. What are you oh, doing? Sandbags okay. over there? You're using the <laughs> you're using a German base? All right. Okay. Apparently, yeah, that was what the most glaring hole in the story is what the, the levee had been examined two hours before the flooding. It was appeared it was appeared in perfect working order. <laughs> So apparently he emptied the sandbags to flood the town to leave his wife stranded. Yeah, the work and then I think, sure. and I, I'm sure he didn't mean to cause that much, but, you know, you're doing real back-of-the-napkin cal- calculations there when mm-hmm. you're drunk. Just look, at, I don't know if you could cause just a partial flood <laughs> in Mississippi. <laughs> As you said, it was the first time... In, intentionally producing a catastrophe <laughs> under 1979 Missouri law in 1994. <laughs> I mean, imagine just telling that to the other people in the prison. Like, what are you in for? Intentionally producing a cat- natural right. catastrophe. <laughs> I mean, because I feel like the only one you could really do is uh, a flood or maybe mudslide. Really, you couldn't do an earthquake or a tornado. But that's absolutely uh, hilarious. Right. And th- I think that would be my advice if there's any other potential James Scotts out there is you don't want to go – simple is better when you're dealing with these kind of like drunk plans. You, you know, it's like, what James, what you should have yeah. done mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just r- like maybe put a hole in your, the tire of your car or, you know, you know incapacitated your vehicle in some <laughs> believable way. <clears throat> Keep it victimless yeah. a little bit. Yeah, right. Keep it to yourself. They even they even said if he wasn't there, if he would, they just would the cops would have considered suicide. Like, if you <laughs> bridge to bridge what a great way to kill yourself. Okay, like, and I just <laughs> according to my calculations, if I move just this, <laughs> I won't have to rendezvous with my wife. <laughs> Could you imagine? So I don't know when he saw his water. wife next after that. <laughs> But could you imagine when she finds out that you've been accused? Like, you did what? Then- <laughs> right. That that was the reason why she couldn't. That's why I couldn't come home from work on Monday. <laughs> that's what it was. Apparently, she worked at a gas station across on the other side of the river, and she knew she'd be stuck there. I almost feel that's your defense. What they should have done, if I was his lawyer, I'd be like, listen, we're not going to get in a... Mm-hmm. He said, right. she said, argument with soil and levy experts. Okay, we're not going to win. All right, the idea that we're going to say we didn't do it, like that's not an argument we can win, okay? We're going to appeal to all the misogynists right. in the, mm-hmm. who secretly hate their wives in the jury panel. And we're like, have you ever just been yeah. day three of nagging? Right. And you're just trying to yeah, unwind I a mean, little bit. <laughs> Jesus, God, just watch that. You know, a half hour of the game or something. So my client. Someone in your ear. <laughs> it was a, I this think, is a case I think of he's a more of a hero. Miscalculation. He did it for all of us men. <laughs> the intent was fine. All <laughs> <laughs> right. And CJ, I think actually, like to go to our next story where somebody has rooted institution, I, I think we That's should hilarious. open up a Blackout Diaries law firm where we can offer this kind of uh, legal advice. Because you you and I were talking about okay. another guy who did, uh, got drunk and destroyed yeah. an institution. And uh, we have an interesting, we feel interesting defense for him. This is a California man 
defaces a historic site in an act of drunken vengeance, right. and he now faces up to 10 years in a federal prison for it. <laughs> These sentencings are amazing yeah. for this because it's all, and it's like the destruction itself is not that yeah, bad. Yeah, exactly. But, it's, but it's, the, it's the sentimental value of what it means to people for these people, this outrage. Yeah. Like, there's just like, that, that's, why, that's why our law firm would be great because we're the only ones that would handle these cases because normal lawyer says, yeah, we're not winning. This, yeah. We're not winning. A 58 year old California man who they desecrated an archaeology this. site <laughs> but, while you know. intoxicated because he was angry at a co worker faces up to 10 years in federal mm-hmm. prison. The site that he desecrated is a Native American rock art that is protected by the Federal Antiquities Act. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. When you get into, this uh, is in uh, California. You are. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to win that argument. Uh, California's you are telling Joshua a Tree line there. National Park. And uh, let me find no. what he did is um, yep. he left. <clears throat> He worked there. He didn't work for the federal. So he government. worked at this I think national he was park. Like a laborer he had to, or uh, something like that. Exactly. Sure. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an entire town. These national parks. There's a ton out here in California. I've, mm-hmm. I've been to a couple. I mean, I mean, you know, he, there's a whole community of gift shops. He went to whole ten thing, you know, different spots and stuff. within it's this easy national to go there park. And work. Many of which have this very historically important rock art on okay. it. Like it, it almost looks like okay. ancient like uh, cave paintings or something like that. And at each one of these, he spray painted his coworker's phone right. number and a caption below that says "blowjobs twenty four seven. Always open. <laughs> Right on these rocks of a national park <laughs> of Native American art. <laughs> oh, man. I love, so you probably, um, I mean, if you're a cop, the phone that's hilarious. the first number you call. Can you think of why anyone <laughs> would write your number across right. federal rock paintings for blowjob show? And you know the guy was like, I know exactly who did it. I'm sure. Yeah, and that, and that's, that's what, what I would do. So if what, I was once the phone number happened, the cops called the phone number <laughs> for the phone job, and and he know and I right, and that guy knew exactly who it was. Oh Jesus, of course. That so. There's also other vulgar pictures, arrows, and designs that were painted on their other rock services, including a logo that matched <laughs> one where the this, business so the, where they both the suspect worked at. admitted to everything. <laughs> Because he doesn't understand what he doesn't understand what he's done. Like, there's no way this guy actually understands the historical uh, importance of this rock art. Yes, right. Yeah. So he he freely admits to all of it. Yeah, he this thinks he's, he's high school of, mischief for crying uh, out loud. You know, right? This. Um, Harp admitted to the vandalism, describing the paint can he used, as well as the fact that he was quote pissed off at his coworker at the time. When we, the reporter, asked if he remembered what he had written, Harp said. Quote, somebody mm-hmm. was sucking a dick. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> I don't know. Something about him <laughs> sucking a dick. <laughs> Pretty sure it was my coworker. Right. There's a dick being sucked. I don't know if he was sucking it or someone was sucking his, but someone he wouldn't want to. The point is... <laughs> 
He was very drunk. He admitted that beer and vodka all day. I'm sure. And he said he did it at nighttime, though. So it was very dark, and he had no idea of the material he was spray painting on. Yeah, so and then he, he's like, he just thought the world was blank canvas. Apparently, to remove graffiti, it's only like a thousand dollars. Like he's looking. He, but I'm sure he's getting an estimate. Like if you just go like against a highway wall or something like that, this is a yeah. ten thousand right year right old off. art mural. And this is another area where I think our <laughs> our law firm would be great. Like we, right. you were talking about that famous story, didn't? Yeah, Ozzy just, Osbourne do this where he peed on the Alamo or something like that. <clears throat> He pissed on the Alamo, very famously. He went to some concert. He was they were driving through, and he saw the yeah. Alamo, and he was drunk out of his mind. And uh, and someone got I think I think they took photos of it. Uh, but, but yeah, he went and pissed. Yeah, yeah. kind of like fuck you. Uh, <laughs> he was just there. He, I think he just had to take a piss anyway. And then <laughs> and he was it was one of those also things where. Um, he was woken up the next day with it, with the photo, with the photos in in the fucking uh, the front page of the newspaper. Life. I think, he, and he was banned for San Antonio for life, for life if I recall. That's that's a, that's a great. Back. Like I don't even know if that's enforceable, yeah. but that would be a great court system to be a part of. Yeah, where like, you know it's been twenty years, San Antonio. I would like I would like to appeal that decision. I would like to plead my case for entry into your city. Right. <clears throat> The article. It was 1982. Ozzy decided to uh, cause a little trouble that afternoon by uh, pissing on a national museum. He simply was going about his business, and after a few too many drinks, he stumbled out in a street dress, in, in the street dressed in a dress owned by his wife Sharon Osbourne, who had hidden his clothes <laughs> to keep him from going out. <laughs> so he put on. A, he found a dress. <laughs> And he emptied his bladder on the nearest statue he could find. He had no idea he was standing at the city's sacred 60-foot-high cenotaph located directly across from the Alamo. He was, he, was, he was barely in any condition to remember what city he was in, he said, let alone what, what, where he was actually relieving himself. Um, so I guess it was within the plaza, but it was still a pretty bad place. It wasn't on the Alamo. So in 1939, by the Texas Central Commission to honor the de- to honor the dead, so it was even worse. yeah, it's a memorial. <laughs> but I, this is where our right. law firm would come in, and I honestly think these guys mm-hmm. have have a real case where it's like they just you have to separate. My, Your Honor, my client knows nothing about history. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot put this man to jail. Working class, t- yeah, he's from a working class town in England. <laughs> yeah. He is n- no. <laughs> Did he it's pee just... outside? Convict him for public urination. Sure, we freely admit to that. <laughs> but you cannot convict him because he doesn't understand local battles. Oh my God! And in their defense, he there should be like some sort of marking, too. you know. That's like a the thing. They, 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 expect, they you know. expect us just to know these things about it. Like, yeah. Um, of course, we'll never forget it, but we also need reminders as well. Um, he, yeah, he was banned from playing from San Antonio and coming back to San Antonio all the way until 1992, where he finally made a public apology and made a huge donation to the Daughters of the Republic of Texas. <laughs> not, not, again, the public apology is <laughs> great to all the citizens. Open letter. <laughs> Open letter to all of San Antonio. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, Let's, you know, speaking of, this isn't really a public apology, but like maybe a, let's do a public invitation. You know, one of our okay. favorite segments here. Open invite. Is uh, open invite. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been talking today about people who have really are uh, 
oh, their whole town, someone apologies the next day. And this lady, I would love to get on the podcast. This is a drunk woman who stole a 45-foot ferry while shouting, I'm Jack Sparrow. (laughs) And if you look at her, her name is Allison Whelan. You can look her up. She uh, drank Lambrini. Eight poisonous nightshade, which causes hallucinations, after a two-day bender and stole so this. She's on right. mushrooms and she's drunk. <laughs> it took this fairy, this mugshot of her. She looks like she she looks like the typical bar fly that has a lot of city miles on her. Yes. I, I mean, uh, she is. Or, or she looks like a former singer where you're like, yeah, you, you cannot work with her. Anymore. Right. Like she, she's <laughs> yeah. not in a, a bookable state where you can trust her to depend, like show up. Like. <laughs> I mean, this, yeah, this does that not. That is a former singer. Like, That's her. She had that. She was in uh, the Bengals. What was she? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's a rock bottom, but she, this story is great from her. This was uh, just a couple years ago. I like how, how the um, this article starts out with, a drunk has been jailed. <laughs> <laughs> the disgust. <laughs> yeah. She stole a 100-seat ferry and smashed into boats, yelling, I'm Jack Sparrow, I'm a pirate. She boarded the 45-foot dart princess with a friend after the two-day bender. She undid the mooring ropes in the early hours, drifted up the river, and then bashed into other boats like a pinball machine. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's not easy with a ferry. A hundred, like, that's like a, you know, that's like something you're like a cigarette boat you're getting away from. Like, just, <laughs> you have to like slowly like guide things over. But yeah, it's also always funny when drunks get arrested for that kind of stuff because they always tack on like. Oh, and because it's technically a commercial boat and I'm not, I don't have my CDL license for that, they're going to add that to it as well. <laughs> right. The nautical crimes are great, but she thought she was in the clear. Yep. Police were chasing her. I love a boat chase as well. <laughs> and she's shouting at them, What are you going to do now? I believe this is out of your jurisdiction. <laughs> Oh, she's got us, boys. Yeah, we didn't figure that out, did we? Thirty police were thirty police and coast guards are, are coming for you. You're gonna you're, you're going down for that. So when the cops finally arrested her after an hour. The ferry finally came to rest in calm water. They just had to wait it out till she got the calm waters. <laughs> and she goes, "We would have ended up in Saint Tropez if we hadn't been caught." Like she's <laughs> like, like Thelma and Louise or something here. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, she's really Jack Sparrow. She thought she was a pirate. It really is. I mean, th- of- these photos do look like a modern, um, like mm-hmm. Armada, like is chasing her. Like it's it's like seven <laughs> well lit law enforcement, huge boats chasing this woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She claimed to have a seizure, as they called an ambulance, and medics just found her drunk and rambling. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, this is great. This was her defense, which I like. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, the, yeah, the boat left after she removed the mooring ropes. Uh, Whelan told police she untied two or three of those mooring ropes because she kept tripping over them. <laughs> it yeah, was a trip sure. hazard. It was, it was a hazard, right? She was helping She said she out. didn't even know. That the boat was moving until she noticed, quote, the hotels are getting a long way away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was also, on top of all the uh, other charges she was given, uh, fined find 100 pounds for assaulting an ambulance technician. <laughs> I think that was the previous one there. But, like, yeah, the the, um, the magistrates, I like what magi- magistrates is used a lot in this yeah. article. Heard <laughs> when we only, we could have been killed if, if on the rocks if the tide was on the other side. Like they they tried they see that's the thing she only got a couple months in jail yeah. for this. 
See, that, that's what she... That's why I like her for the open invites, according to the other ones. The flooding catastrophe, you're damaging land, people on land mm-hmm. in their homes. You're going to jail for a long time yep. for that. But when you do all these crimes just on the water and you bump into fucking some rich guy's boats or something... Eh, society is kind, just of, kind of like it is almost you know, like a pirate, just like a mischievous, like right, a ne'er do well, forgiving. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Like there's not when, when it's all said and done. I'm like, oh, what did she really yeah. do? That hurt, yeah, that I've hurt never us. bought into I mean, that. When like law enforcement, like the justice system, is super mad at you, and they're like, do you know how this could have gone? You know, right? <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah, we. Well, if it, arrest me then. When it could have happened, but you know, look for me now. Let's see. Let's 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 talk. Let's talk reality, Judge. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for today's Blackout Diaries. We already went long. That's the thing with these nationals. We've already had a couple. Yeah, things. we couldn't well, even get we'll in there for the next one. There's always There's institutions being there's ruined so on the Blackout Diaries. Ones. Yes, and if you have any stories of your own, mm-hmm. we've ruined institutions. Where you had to make a public apology to strangers. That's yep. basically what we want. <laughs> where your damage went over the heads of the people you were actually around <laughs> out with and your night involved. And we can help you draft it. If you need help uh, with any of those kind of apologies or representation, yeah. we don't have... Yep. If you need our criminal defense, yeah, need criminal defense, or just a theories. We're more of a theory. We're, we're idea men. We're, we're not actually legally allowed to represent you, I think, in any state. <laughs> but we will work with your representation, and we will help make sure that you get the best defense possible. Right. <laughs> and by you, well, no, Sean, you do claim you could pass a bar exam. I, I don't think I ever tomorrow, said tomorrow. Right? I think I always said I could. If you gave me a week, I could do it. I think I could do it. One week, and you I would st- study for. You a week, study yeah. for a week. I would prepare. I, no, prepare I, yeah, I don't think I could just go in there blind and do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> Kim Kardashian passed it eventually. I mean, like all tests eventually. I mean, the problem. I mean, this is the argument against these standardized tests, right? Is that you're studying for the test and not the actual occupation, not actually learning it. You're just learning. You're Mm -hmm. learning how to pass the test. Exactly. And that's kind of uh, defense you're going to get with (laughs) the Blackout Diaries law firm. (laughs) Listen, we don't know the law, but we know what they know as the law. (laughs) We know what they think the law is. So we don't uh, really get the spirit of it. So we got that going on. What else do we have? Yep. Uh, besides our bar- burdening, uh, burgeoning law firm, um, I'm also going to be at Miss Murphy's and Sons at the end of April doing Places I Can't Return to, live retelling. Uh, so get nice. tickets for that because it's almost sold out. Uh, and buy the book online. What do you have going on, CJ? I'll be at uh, <clears throat> Punchlines in Philadelphia, Super Bowl weekend. That'll be nice. exciting. That's going to be right. hilarious. See all the animals out there. And when do you <laughs> fly out? Line. So let's say the Eagles win Sunday. Are you leaving Philly Sunday? or No. I, was that, going, I mean, it might be like a natural right. disaster where they have to shut down flights. <laughs> it could be and, another natural disaster. Yeah. I might need to flood, uh, flood the streets of that. <laughs> the shows are Thursday and Saturday, but I'm going to stay Sunday there through the game just because it would be just dangerous to leave there anyway. And I was there two weeks ago. Uh, or whatever for the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game, and I saw all the celebrations, people climbing the poles as we as uh, what Brooks said, the most unathletic people doing the most athletic things you've ever seen. The guys that can't do two push-ups, yeah, it's hilarious. Grease, 
They're but like, they can climb grease poles while smoking a cigarette. <laughs> you were saying they should just make it like an orangutan. I think they should like, make it like an orangutan <laughs> sanctuary and just like like you, like you could get from street to street up there in in, in the lighting infrastructure and maybe swing on vines right. and yeah, some pegs coming yeah. up the thing. You know, like yeah, embrace it, embrace it. It really was. They were like animals just coming out of every crevice. Or it was just amazing. Men, women, children. <laughs> so that's so. Look for me there. I guess that's all. That's all I need to know. let you know for that. Um, other than that, yeah, like and subscribe. It. Thanks for listening. And give a good give review. A good Five star review. We need that, unfortunately, but we do. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. A podcast. A podcast network.